0: Jazzcast Pros. Hey, it's your girl Felicia Fricasi. Welcome back to Beauty Boss Millionaire. In the last episode, I was just catching you up on me and then what was going on. And, you know, I just had a baby and, you know, being in the hospital. And the purpose of this episode is just, again, to do a quick catch up. I didn't want us to go on too long. And then we're going to go immediately into this big recession that we're headed towards and what to do so we're not panicking. Have no fear. Your girl, Felicia Fercasi, is here to help. Thank you for tuning in to the Beauty Boss Millionaire podcast with Felicia Fracasi. Her mission is to empower you with short, on-the-go business tips and advice to help you successfully start and run your company like a boss. And now, here's your host, Beauty Boss Millionaire, Felicia Fracasi. So, let's kind of go back to... After I had the baby, I wasn't able to fly for the past like five, four or five months when I was pregnant. And so I go and I one day is like, yeah, let me go check on one of my stores finally after the baby was like two months old or maybe even a month old. I'm kind of crazy. I think she was a month and a half old. No, no. She was two months old for sure. She was two months old. And I was like, Let's, let me go check on my store in New York because ha- obviously it was in a different state. So I fly in to find out one of the workers that one of my managers, believe it or not, was actually stealing. From the company. So we had to do a flat out firing. We had to get the police involved. And, you know, to be honest with you, you know, people are going to steal, especially during this recession. There was a lot of thievery going on. And it just was a shock because it was someone that I trusted. And it's hard when it's, you know, it's close, someone close to you, management. They're usually closer than a regular person because they know you, they know it. But also, too, I had a challenging situation because the person actually knew my moves because of me being pregnant, that I wasn't unable to really kind of be at all of the locations or just, you know, be able to physically be there. So, hey, it happens. I'm over it. Justice was served. This person actually really played themselves because everyone found out about it and was upset, like literally upset. So, you know, it, it, things happen. and you know, I this brings me into the next subject about the recession. First of all, Uh, Let's go and talk about what a recession is. What is uh, the, the definition of a recession? So here it is. A period of temporary economic decline during which trade and industrial activities are reduced, generally identifying by a fall in GDP in two successive quarters. So basically in simple terms, a recession can be defined as a sustained period of weak or negative growth in real GDP, which is output, that is accompanied by a significant rise in the unemployment rate. And because of that, consumer spending drops in a recession. Interest rates are also likely to decline as a central bank, such as the U.S. Federal Reserve's bank, cuts rates to support the economy. Now, someone else also asked how long do recessions usually last Obviously, it's unpredictable. However, recessions from previous, you know, ones before us, before we were even born, recessions have been much shorter since World War II, with the typical economic downturn lasting about ten months. Now, they can be longer than that. The Great Recession of 2007 to 2009 lasted 18 months or very short. The COVID-19 recession of 2020 only lasted two months. However, they're saying that this one could be the biggest one we've ever seen in a while because of all the variables. We've got people that are without a job and we've also got people that don't want to work. We have a Russia, the situation with Russia. In Ukraine, we've got a whole lot of variables that I really don't want to get all political on you, but there's a whole lot going on right now. Even in, if you just walk down the street and see that the, it, things have changed, gas prices have gone up, price of food has gone up, a lot of things are gone up and there's not a lot of people working, giving back, and there's not even a lot of jobs sometimes. And then you've got these massive layoffs. So there's a lot that's going on and it's very important that if you're an entrepreneur, you can, this can either make you or it can break you. So, I wanna talk about what to do. Well, the first thing I wanna say, what to do is gonna be determined on what you are truly made of inside. Are you a fighter? Are you a person that doesn't wanna fight? Because this entrepreneur life is not for the weak. I've always said it. It's not for someone that's like, oh, it's okay, we'll get through it. And it's not, you cannot get through this being optimistic. That's good, be optimistic, but I need you to be optimistic with some action. I need you to be optimistic and also making moves. I need you to be optimistic by being up early. I need you to be optimistic by thinking ahead. What can you do to add on to your business? What areas are you missing? Things like that. So depending on what you're made of, this may, you may have to sit this one out and just get a regular job and just something that can keep you afloat. Or you could do something where you have your entrepreneur life and you have a regular job because... Your business, I don't really know what it is. Is it recession proof? That's really what we're going to get down to. I've come to find out that a lot of times people will sell entrepreneurs this dream that it's easy, it can work, you're the boss. I hear it so much. I was listening to the radio the other day and this girl, I don't even know who it was, one of the young rappers, she was like, you're the boss, you can do what you want. And I'm thinking like, wow, this person really spoke from an immature place. Yes, you're the boss. Yes, you can do what you want. But there's going to be major consequences. That's what really needs to be said in these conversations about being the boss. You can do what you want. Because really, if you're the boss, yeah, you can do what you want, but you don't want to take this to the point where you're driving your company in the ground and soon you won't be the boss. You're gonna be back to being work a worker because you're gonna to have to work for someone else that actually was being responsible, not doing what they wanted. They're actually getting the job done, no matter how they feel. And that's what makes that's what's gonna separate the the fluffers the ones I call the the imposters from the real deal entrepreneurs. I'm the real deal. I've been through so many years of business. I've I've had businesses fail. I've had businesses grow. I've started businesses from the ground up. I've ventured off into other businesses. I've gotten a real estate and other things and I'm still here. And I, let me tell you something, honey, my net worth is still up. It's still up because of the things I've done. All right, so the number one thing that I encourage everyone to do, whether you're a business owner or not, is to cut spending when you don't need to be spending. That's number one. If you have a business or not, you should be cutting your spending down. You don't need to maybe go on that trip. You may not need to buy that $200 clothing piece, you know, something. You may not need to get your nails and spend that money on that hair. You may need not, may not need to get X, Y, and Z. I mean, there's everyone has their poison that they love, and I, I hate to call it poison, but everyone has their thing that they love, it could be food. It could be going out to eat. Maybe you don't need to go out to eat. Maybe you need to just sit this one out and just maybe cook and prep some meals or bring those into work. It's that real how it's going to get because the dollars are not necessarily going to be there like we're used to. So you have to start to plan ahead now and really micromanage your money. Everyone's trying to micromanage everybody around them, but everyone needs to micromanage their money. So when you're cutting costs, it's also important that entrepreneurs that may be overly staffed I hate to say it, but you might have to cut some employees. And I know this is scary for a lot of people to even think of because. They love that person that they've worked with or that person has been great to them or they're going to have to pick up additional job roles because they're going to let that person go. But it's either you keep that person on and you drag on dead weight because they're not profitable or you let that person go and you pick up their job or assign the job to two other people and you're really going to have to be... Because all that's what all the big CEOs are doing in the big Fortune 500 companies. They've already had a huge talk and a meeting amongst themselves. Hey, what are you doing on your company? What are you doing? I hear these conversations because I'm privy to them because where I live, I... I'm around them. I'm, I'm literally around millionaires and bil- billionaires where I live. Millionaires and billionaires are my friends or my clients. I'm listening to their conversations. But you know, I'm a girl from the city. You know, I'm a hood girl. I'm a city girl. So I hear those. So I see both sides. I understand my hood girls and understand my my girls that don't know anything of the hood. And I'm what they can say is I'm a perfect mixture of both because I understand both worlds and I understand really rich people. I understand the lowest of the lowest. You know why? Because I've been both places. I've been at the bottom. I've been at the top. I've been in the middle on the way to the top and I've been at the top. I'm, you know, I've just been, I've done a lot in my lifetime. And to hear these conversations of what these CEOs are talking about, they're all planning, not panicking, but they're planning. We're going to get more into this up next on Beauty Boss Millionaire. if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast. Getting Real with Bossy,